Thanksgiving, but after that, we had our face Thanksgiving with my boo. And <laughs> well, that was it. I did a lot of traveling. That was it. Yeah. That's my ideal Thanksgiving. I like the house hops, though. <laughs> as long as you don't cook, I feel like I don't, might not want to cook next year. Or just cook less. I don't know. I volunteered to cook the entire meal next year because I looked down and I saw there wasn't enough glaze on the ham. And I was like, I've had enough. I'm cooking next oh, year. No. <laughs> I only cooked three dishes this year. And that was the yams, that was the mac and cheese, and the cornbread. Wow. Yeah. The cornbread was like the hit of our house for some that reason. That I? Like, it's, it was the first thing that was gone. I was like. I feel like ham don't taste right unless you have cornbread with it. That's well, just me. I, I mean, I don't eat ham, so. I only that's the only time I eat pork. Oh really? Yeah, that's the only time. Once a year. I kinda wanna try ham. It looks good, but fuck it. I mean anyway. <laughs> Yo, but um what else happened over the weekend? Yo, that Mason Cam beef though, that shit was hilarious. I'm sorry, but Cam lost and it, he didn't even do <laughs> You know how on Instagram they had all the memes like he about to be like I maced him, Miss Mason. Like you know Stop he was it. gonna O D. <laughs> he didn't even do that and I was just like, damn Cam, it just wasn't enough. I didn't want him to do all the memes anyway. Like, I want him to do exactly what he did, which was go straight to the booth. Right, and I feel like that was a perfect example, like, of what beef needs to come back to. Yes, Nikki. Migos. These niggas are just... <laughs> everybody's just acting wild. Like, okay, you could fight. Like, everybody has a beef from time to time. But if it's a musical beef, leave it as music. Because you see Mason, Cam, they didn't... Joel's and go try to stab Cam's mother, like you know. <laughs> I mean, I Cam stab, you know. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. But, yeah, but like it's just like I don't know. Just keep it beef. Keep music beef, music beef, and, and let it be fun. Let it be okay. We had a disagreement. Cool. Let's you know. Instead of it being like, I'm gonna kill your taking family, it right? <laughs> but that's the reason why Mace decided to drop the track because Cam had threatened him on the program. Oh. And he was just like, oh, nah. And that's when he just dropped the track. He, like, dropped his plate of food, ran to the booth, and went straight to the disc. That's like, funny. <laughs> he dropped it on Thanksgiving? It was, like, the day after. I was sitting Damn. there eating my leftovers at lunch. <laughs> and I was like, yo, Mace got a disc? Get the fuck out of here. He was ready. He was like, I just needed somebody to bring me back. Like, yo, honestly, he had bars on that shit. I don't know how true it is because I don't yeah, know. I know, obviously, him and him and Cam go, like, way back. Their history is, like, right. Yeah, I mean, they started i think around the same time or uh basically yeah. mace is responsible for like the start of cam's career oh wow i, I did think not mace know that. Intru- i think mace introduced um cam to writing that that verse on Lil kim's crush on you that's funny yeah wow but yeah nah cam that the disc was weak and Sorry, cam. cam you're supposed to be like the most like dynamic person to have disses and beefs with like that's what i'm saying i thought it was gonna be more but i feel like maybe he just like ran out of stuff because i mean he just did put out you He's know old. project and then you know like i guess he was like putting his pen to it but then also i feel like he was running out of stuff like you know your sometimes your creativity only goes for so far mm-hmm. in a in a period of time and right i feel you did you, you know. listen you did you listen to the program i didn't know i didn't it. listen to the program i mean i'm not gonna sit here and listen to a, a full cam project i'm just said it was hot but it was i haven't listened to cam since crime pays you know how long that was listen i don't even i don't even think i've 
I never heard a Dipset album, nor have... No, I've heard a Dipset album, I'm lying. I've never heard a full cam album, Jim Jones, and or Joelle Santana, so... Yo, I'm not even going to say this as a Dipset stand, but I feel like you got to listen to Come Home With Me and Purple Haze, just for me. Really? Like, don't listen to it for nobody else. <laughs> just listen to it for me. When I it. got you. Yeah. I got you. But not... Wait, maybe not Crime Pays was the last time I heard Cam. The last time I heard Cam was Votto. But either way, I'm not trying to check for new Cam. <laughs> right. It's just not in he's my mind. He's dumb old. He's too old for this. Like, he's just too old. I'm over it. Cardi B, I read in a newspaper... Well, actually, I was reading somebody else's newspaper on the train. That's and funny. she is the number one stream person on iHeartRadio. Yes, Which Cardi. I thought was lit. And she just got a Grammy nomination, so that was also lit. Two Grammy nominations. Two. That's what's up. Also, this is the first time in 19 years a white male was not nominated for Album of the Year. And that's what's up. Yeah, shout out to all my niggas who got nominated this year. All my niggas is niggas. <laughs> shout out to SZA. Shout out to J, K, Jot, Gold Link. Yo, Shaka's taking home a Grammy. DC is Rhapsody. Go crazy. Rhapsody got nominated too? Yeah. We literally all my niggas is niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> Yo, that's what's up. Especially, like, the way, like, music has been going. Like, I feel like we needed this, especially after Beyonce got snubbed last year. Yeah, she definitely did. I mean, when Adele tells all her white colleagues that <laughs> Beyonce was snubbed, it was time. It Wake was up, time. niggas. Right, it was time for the change. Pass the, put the mail to the side, okay? We need to make room for the real plates, okay? Right. Nah, um, what else happened? Um, okay, so I didn't listen to a lot of music that I was supposed to. I know I didn't listen to that Jaden Smith album. Everybody told me it was fire. I heard that. I'm not inclined to listen, but I will give it a listen because of the fact that I feel like it is, you know, at, at some point you really just gotta, if he's not making bad music, I do have to support him. You know what I mean? Mm. Because supporting bad music is just... Just because they're black is not good. But I want to support him because he's black and he's good. Right. I heard I, I heard Icon, though. Icon is okay, but I can't listen to Jaden Smith because he remind me of my last boyfriend. Damn. It's just a road I'm not trying to go down. You know what's not funny? I remember who you're talking about, too. Yo, yeah, he, listen, he got dreads and he dip-dyed them and he wear, like, Rick Owens-like shit and shit. And even their rapping styles are similar. I'm just wow. like, yeah, no. That's too close. Yeah, Too no. close for comfort. Yes. <laughs> So I didn't listen to that shit. I did listen to um, No Dope on Sundays. That Saha, that Saha the Prince album. That shit is that shit is cool. I talking about like Afrocentrism and like you know black what? Business. I'm ready to listen to it, even though I'm mad that it took him like 20 years to drop an album. But I'm ready for. It. I'm ready to listen to it. It's just I feel like over Thanksgiving break, I didn't do anything but focus on my family the whole time. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to like listen to any music. Like it was just so weird because I felt like I was just mad disconnected. I didn't even know Mace dropped the disc. I think until like Sunday, and I was just like, damn, I was already late. Yeah, they squashed the beef by then. Yeah, I was about to say like, <laughs> but it's not like you missed like an epic moment. It was kind of just like, whoa, is it two thousand? whatever again <laughs> between mace coming back with the disc after all these years of cam talking shit and then between that and fab and jada dropped that project right it was just, Elm Street. i don't know i want to listen to the freddie registration it is also delayed and too late way too late i do want to listen to it i got y'all i eventually. like the concept and i love fab and jada to the death of me but i just feel like between the last the last time Fab came out with something, which was Summertime Shootout 2. Trash. And, yeah, it was trash. And then um, Top 5 DOA from Jada, I didn't like trash. it at all. I just feel like I wasn't expecting anything. But I was trying to go in there unbiased. But 
it's still early. I need to like let it grow on me, but I just I I really don't like stand up when they remixed it, so I hate it wow. even more. There's another song with French I hate. But overall, there's some songs that I like. I really like Jada's bars on it. The okay. beats were really dark, so that stuck to the theme. I just uh, wish they could have elaborated on the concept more. Like, I needed Funeral Fab and Al-Qaeda Jada. And right. I didn't get and that, that. I feel like that would have pieced it all together. And I just feel like they didn't have... It was no promo... I didn't I didn't see it be promoted like... Uh, and, you know, the, the time that they dropped it was a bad time. Because it's like, nobody wants to think about Freddie vs. Jason during Thanksgiving. Like... Yeah, they should have dropped it like two weeks ago or whenever that, um, Halloween is three weeks ago. They said because of like the whole problem with the film and I guess like copyrighted shit and all that, oh, it held them back. Damn. Yeah, which is understandable because yeah. shit got to get cleared and that is its own franchise both right. of them. So I get it. Yeah, but Dang, um, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. And Fab said that back in the day that it never was a problem, but I guess like all this legal shit and social media, like it's super, yeah, everything like, is just too crazy. Like you can't do anything. Like even on Facebook, if you play a song in the background, you have to type, "I do not own the copyrights to this right. song," or they're gonna take it down. Like that's so wild. Um, and you're just playing it. Like it's not like you're right. You're saying this selling is my it. song, right? right? Exactly. The fuck. But um, Dave East dropped something this weekend, too. Which I really wanted to listen to. It was okay. I feel like I need to listen to it a couple more times. But I feel like I played enough to already judge it. And I've heard Dave East at his... I don't want to say his best because he still has room to develop and grow. Right. But I've heard better. And I'm not really super impressed. I'm not saying it's trash. But it's just okay. Like, it didn't move me. I mean, I get that he just wants to rap. But I don't know what his objective is to put out so much stuff at one... In one time. You know know. what? Now that you mention it, like, that's kind of, like, the climate of, like, where music is taking us now. It's, like, people, like, they just put it out or, like, you know, it's not really, like, an elaborate rollout like it used to be back in the day. Like, the way hip-hop is moving now, everything is so different. Just different. Everything different. These niggas is kind of different. (laughs) Kind (laughs) of. But it's, like, I don't know. It kind of sucks because it's, like... Now it's like, okay, you don't... There's no rollout. There's no promotion. Anybody drops anything. Any collabs are approved. If it's fire. If they're fire. It doesn't even have to be fire. If they're fire. You know, if they're popular. And it's just... I feel like it's just weakening the culture. Like, Mm. it's like... It's weird to say that... That we're oversaturating our own culture. But I think that's basically what it is. Because it's just so much stuff out like everybody's just putting out stuff because they just they need to need stay the, relevant right the, the relevancy the income that comes from it mm-hmm. and you know that i feel like that's what is driven in hip-hop now which you know back in the day it was more like you know i'm gonna do what i want to do i'm gonna rap because that's what i want to do and it was it was about making money because they was making money but it wasn't like that was the main objective and the goal I think streaming has a lot to do with it because now that we stream as opposed to physically buying copies, a lot of your sales depend on the very first, like, couple weeks of numbers, if not the first couple weeks in the very first week period. Right. I know Chris Brown didn't even understand that. He was upset with, like, the accolades that came with this album. He was like, whoa, that's not even right. When actually, Chris, that, you know, um, however they set up the the music industry now like your the first couple days of streaming really determine what your album sales are like wow so oh, yeah man. everything's so different like it is 
it is. Is it bad that I'm like back in the day when I was young? I'm not a kid anymore. But sometimes I sit and wish I was a kid again. Like that. I I wish. I wish I was a kid. I wish. No, actually, I wish I was a grown up in back in the day hip hop. Because I feel like I would have just appreciated everything that came out. Yeah. When like nowadays I'm grown and I'm just like. I'm not. I had to dodge this, and I had to dodge that. I'm not gonna <laughs> listen to a whole Migos album. I'm not gonna listen to Yo. Future again. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm glad you said a- that. <laughs> I feel bad for my brother, like, cause when I was his age, I think like Cole, Drake, um, Wale, like all them niggas that came out in 2010. I was his age right. when, um, in that in that time, and now he's 17, going on 18, and he got to deal with all these mumbles and melodies and music. Right, like, and then he just thinks it's fire, and it's just like, yo. Yo, like, if he'd be like, yo, let me put you on, and it'd be like, yo, that's not the same nigga you just played, like, last week? Who the fuck is this? <laughs> like, I swear, all these niggas sound the same. Yo, and th- I, yo, that's my main issue, and everybody thinks it's a joke, but I'm so serious. Like, I'll sit here on the radio. You could play five songs by five <laughs> different artists, and if I don't know, like, seen the video and know that he sings it, I don't know who the hell it is. Like, Yo, didn't I, remember when I told you, like, I got anxiety because I didn't know who was on, on Hot 97 and I had to put on BLS <laughs> to calm down and I felt better? Like, I feel that way about music now. If it's oh, not man. somebody that, that is not little colorful dread, little whatever, then, right. like, I just, I just, I, listen, I cannot. Do you understand me? I cannot. And it's not even about, like, you know what? It's not. I'm not even trying to knock the hustle. I get it. And if that's what works for you, if that's what you like, all that is great. That is great. But you have to realize what the what like is this all to put the culture at stake? Like y'all putting the culture at stake, yo. Besides the Grammys being a hit for hip hop this year, this like year. you like next. I feel like next year is gonna be like the. Like, it's going to be, like, we're, like, at the tip. Because, you know, people think the Grammys is, like, the top of the top. Mm-hmm. You know, not think, but it is the top of the top. From here on now, like, who would even be nominated next year? None of these, none of these niggas, I don't want to say none. Because I don't want to take away from the newcomers that I do like. But a lot of, where hip-hop is now, like, a lot of these niggas aren't skillful. They're not lyrical. Right. Like, it's all sing-song rap. Not all of it, but you know what but I'm trying to say. most of it. I mean, A-Boogie. A Boogie had a sing-songy rap-ass album. Yeah. Honestly, I really didn't think that A Boogie can make an album. Not like he couldn't make an album. Like, you didn't he think could he put, could pull it off. Yeah, he, I didn't think he could pull it off. Because anybody could put songs together. Like, that's just what an album is. Songs right. put together. But, you, you know. You put, put it together cohesive Right, exactly. Work. And I was proud of him for that. Like, yeah, he I was surprised like, me too. I was, I, like, was... I would just dap him up like, yo, that was lit. Like, yeah, you know. I really liked it. But um, a lot of these niggas I can't get with. Like, I can't I can't get with Lil Yachty. I can't no. get with Lil Uzi Vert. I can't no. get with PNB Rock. He sound like a fucking whale. I don't like him. Like, I can't fuck with that XX... I don't know how to pronounce his name. X-Extension, whatever. Him and his allegations. And then that other colorful-haired guy, 69, with his allegations. I just feel like with these, you know, extreme allegations, it, it's just... It's also making the culture look more violent than it is. Like, they... Nowadays, it's like, everybody's rapping about guns. Everybody's rapping about this stuff. But nobody's toting guns, like, back in the day. Like, you know what I mean? And if they are, they're probably locked up right now. So all that to say that their scandals are bigger than their music. Because I can't... I don't know, like, a a Kodak Black song off the top of my head. Like, at all. 
I know what he's featured in. He was featured in Drowning. In that Chris Brown song, Pills and Automobiles, where, you know, that's that, that's about it. Like, I don't know his projects. I don't know any of his stuff. My whole point <laughs> is, like, even if I do know it, I couldn't tell you that I was that artist. That's a good point, though, because before I even heard that triple X existential crisis nigga, whatever the fuck, <laughs> um, Complex was trying to run a story about how he was beefing with Drake. And then... Um, that little pump nigga before I even heard Gucci Gang or whatever the hell he puts out um they were trying to say like is little pump better than J. Cole like some dumb shit wow. like but yeah the thing was complex complex is another person that's watering down the culture people whoever the company is because they just hype up mad they act like spam they act like spam like just period like I had to unfollow them on Twitter because I always see some dumb shit I'm like complex you sound dumb like journalism is so different it's crazy like these publications don't hold weight like they used to and i don't know if that has to do with social media or just the fact that people aren't reading the magazines anymore and people are more gravitating to clickbait articles i feel like it's, it's both because social media everybody could write anything it's hard for them to get an exclusive yeah, it's which crazy. is the way that, the way the internet works out it seems like people are more concerned with going viral than actually having like dope content right and i think you know what? And that's exactly what hip-hop is at right now. Because, like, if your song did not reach number one in one day or two days, you know what I mean? Then it's not it's not a hit, you know? And back in the day, it would, it would progressively be a hit. And now it's like... Like, motorsport, like... Oh, it had... To, it was like... so trash, my It was God. like one... What was it? Like, in one day, it was like The top. most played on urban radio. Right, and it's just like... It wasn't even that good. Like, it was just because it's it was Lil' Kim on it. I mean, not Lil' Kim. It was Nicki and Cardi. And, you know, Migos is hot right now. Cool. I'm not knocking they hustle, but it's just everything is so quick. And I can't even quote any more any Migos line off that song. You know what I mean? I don't want to listen to that. I don't want to. And it's just, it sucks because I want to support these people because they are in the culture that I love, right. but I cannot su- support the same shit. I can't support mumble shit and, <laughs> you know, Zan popping and I can't support that because I don't, I don't, I cannot support something that I don't live, you know? Right. Even, I was even struggling with Chris Brown because, you know, after the, his whole situation, it wasn't, I, it, you know, I didn't know exactly what happened, but it just rubbed me the wrong way and I just stopped listening to him. And, you know, like, in hip-hop, where w- there was never that, you know, there was never that line, like, oh, yeah. Like, even with R. Kelly, niggas is like, oh, yeah, I'm still gonna listen to R. Kelly, even though he's doing wild shit. Like, I can't support that, because at the end of the day, that's who he is, besides what the music is. You know, music is music, yes, but you can't support people doing wild stuff and still putting money in their pocket, because they're just gonna do whatever. It's like, it's like they have, like, this mentality that they're untouchable, because, all right, I'm going to just make a good album. Niggas going to forget, you know, or I'm going to throw a whole bunch of money around and nobody's going to think I'm a child molester. You know, it's just, it's just weird shit that people are doing now. And it's just so weird. Like I cannot support the culture going in this direction. Like, I don't know. I, I just, I try to separate the man from the music. I know my mom damn sure do. Cause she'll be like, ill in a hot second, but she'll play step and name of love a million times <laughs> in a fucking heartbeat. But now it's crazy the way radio's moving, period, because, like, you'll think about, like, what payola is like for now for a radio play as compared to when I remember literally hearing out of Young Guru's mouth that when Old Boy first came out, 
Cam literally like ran to the radio session, radio station. Um, oh boy wasn't even finished mixed yet, wow. and he got like a rough cut. Of oh boy ran up in the motherfucking radio station, was like, "Yo, play that shit right fucking now," and got that shit played on the radio. And then wow. like, oh boy was probably like his biggest debut on rock. Like, wow, yeah. So like, just thinking about like culture period, like niggas is moving funny behind like corporate shit and niggas was like actually corporate thugging back in the day right exactly i mean even when you think about ice cube and you know all that whole thing where everybody was just listen i'm fire play my shit right they don't even have to do that because they already know that people gonna play this shit because it's them and all the hip-hop did open the doors for all these people to persevere freely but also like it's taking away their work ethic because they don't have to work as hard that too. It seems like when it comes to new talent, like A&Rs look for artists who are already developed as opposed to before when they actually look for artists with talent. Like, right, to they, develop. They in the field. Yeah, look at Rihanna. Rihanna was some island girl, you know, doing whatever. They developed the shit out of her and now look at her. Yeah. Well, and nowadays it's just like, oh, you have a 100,000? You need like 300,000 and I'm going to give you a you know, 100K to do this. You know, they don't want to put out as much money into developing talent. That's facts. Because they just want to just take the whole group, like, oh, y'all good. I'll pay you this amount of money. I'm going to make more money off you anyway because, you know, people were, like, you know, a lot of people are already making money off YouTube. They're making money other ways. So it's like, oh, I don't have to put out that much money for them. They already have the YouTube views. I just have to make their YouTube Vivo, you know? Right. And that's that's the type of stuff that's like, it's just like, it's like so many shortcuts. Like, you can build your brand, but you don't actually have to be talented to continue on. And that's just trash. That, I listened to um, Rap Radar's podcast over the weekend, mm-hmm. and I caught up on the quality control. That's the... Uh, that's the manager who found um, Migos and everything. Oh, okay. And they were basically like, um, the way they discovered Lil Yachty, they heard that Trash Ash One Night song off the YouTube video, and they were like, yo, find this nigga. And they found him, and they were like, yo, he don't even have to be good. Like, look at the branding that they're, that, that this guy's doing. Like, once they found... that, Once they discover that this nigga had a following and we're like yo we can just mold them like into our own like right and not even mold them into their own like he clearly already had something going for them they saw that as an opportunity and like they built a brand around them like with the whole um sprite with the whole nautica creative design mm-hmm. shit like with everything else this nigga has his hands in like they just they saw that as a window of opportunity and yeah i mean i feel like low-key they doing the same thing with asap i feel like that's the same you know, route that ASAP Rocky is at now. Like, he put out music, and his, I thought his music was dope, personally. But, like, I feel like he's just strained towards fashion and all that other stuff because he's not with the music anymore or where the game is going. Or he just wants to venture off. It could be all those things or well, none of those like things. He's got, like, the Kanye you know? right. ideal behind it. Like, like, oh, I'm an artist, but I also do this, that, and the third. Because, like, first of all, uh, ASAP Rocky came out already on his fashion shit. Right, like, he already looked good when he rapped. That's why everybody was like, oh, he's so cute yo, with his pretty boy take, shit. Like, hot take, he is the cutest ugly nigga I've ever seen. He really seen. is. His skin is crazy. But it is so chocolatey, I want to lick his How face. How he get skin like, like I don't know. Look, Except give me that skin. I don't know what it is. He's like cute for an ugly nigga. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. But his he had the swag and everything. I thought he was like, you know, all that. But man, them teeth, boy. Yeah, Listen, he has some nice teeth too. Damn. Chow. He's like he's a good. chocolate bar that I want to eat. Like, yeah, that's true. You know what he's like? He's like almond joy. Like, look good on the outside. Once you bite into it, it ain't all that. <laughs> but I never. 
Not because like coconut and inside. If you like chocolate and coconut, then that might be. A I thing. do. Well, then oh, he's my man. little almond joy. There we then. go. <laughs> he's more like a mouse though, because he's like dark, smooth chocolate. Right, and then, but then he has. Oh, never mind. Let me not mention that. <laughs> I'm supposed to get on. On to the next one. <laughs> But, yo, not to get carried away with my thirsty-ass comments. Um, <laughs> I think other people in the hip-hop community can clearly see that there's a divide. Not even a divide, just, like, a, a, a totally break. different direction yeah. in where hip-hop is going. Like, the state of hip-hop. And Waka Flocka made this comment saying that the older generation kind of ruined the new generation of hip-hop. Dang. And that he feels like he's the Jay-Z and Nas of this generation. <laughs> Listen, nigga, just because you a little older and you had Heart in the Paint and all them other songs niggas used to fuck with in college and because Gucci kind of put you on, nigga. You, none of your music is timeless. So that throws out the Nas and the Jay-Z just right there. Because niggas still listen to Elmatic. I don't even know. I don't even know a Waka song outside of Heart in the Paint. Me either. First of all, Waka came out the cut and tried to come for the OGs of hip-hop saying that they ruined this generation. And then on top of that, 21 had said, had said something about how the older generation is what introduced drug-using music to hip-hop because they were the ones that snorted it and sold it and they're the reason why they make the drug music today and they shouldn't make them the scapegoat which is dumb because <laughs> i can understand i can understand why 21 had had his first point was valid but every other point after that was not valid <laughs> to a degree because you know hip-hop was very present since the crack era like from songs like the message to obviously dope dealing music to trap right. music or whatever have you drugs have always been present in hip-hop but the the thing that that is a disconnect is the fact that i feel like the ogs actually had a story to tell they actually had um a complete song like i can't tell what the fuck little uh colorful dread is saying because that nigga's mumbled off of all his hands right. he's taken they're just on a different level and they do these things so frequently like they have to pop a Zam before they go in a club. Niggas have to drink a cup of lean before they go somewhere. Like, that is like... And then they do, they they rap about it. They do it. People are dying off of it. Yeah, people died off coke and all that stuff too. But also, like, if they're telling you, like, yo, like, y'all doing too much, then they already know because their generation already did it. That's the whole point. Like, we don't have to keep... Just because the older generation did it. That doesn't mean the newer generation has to do it too. And y'all doing it in a different type of way. Like, it's not, it's not, it's just not the same. It's no substance. That's what it is. Yeah. Drug, like, you know, obviously drugs are always going to be a thing in communities, let alone the hip hop community. Think about how Scissor started and how, um, the Chopped and Screwed era happened. Right. Or, like, the unfortunate fallings of Pimp C and, um, that DJ in Houston. Yeah. DJ Screw, rest in peace. And um, albums like The Chronic, like, whether it's weed, whether it's alcohol, whether it's heroin, whether you slinging it, selling it, snorting it, um, you gave it to a stripper, you popped the molly and she didn't even know it, like, it's it's gonna be a thing. It's just, where's the substance? Like, you niggas right. have no skills. Like, y'all niggas is drooling over a song and I'm supposed to listen. Like, right, get the exactly. fuck out of here. They don't even remember what they wrote. And that's the crazy part. People go on stage and be like guessing at their own lyrics like you shouldn't be doing that like you have to stop like the drugs is getting to you i i guess i guess i have to i can't be a hypocrite because i'm a big future fan but i'm selective with my mumblers okay 
like he has that whole mixtape purple rain dedicated to how he how he how lean has impacted his life and whatever or like songs like coding crazy or any other songs that he has that's re- that's drug related like the perfect right. set in the stripper joint or whatever i could go on for days you know future high whatever right here you go <laughs> but yeah the point is um <laughs> had to get my bird on let the wings spread <laughs> i feel you sis <laughs> nah but um the point is you know um i don't understand why the new generation can't just be accountable and i mean right. hip-hop goes through stages it's a it's an ongoing thing like obviously we are far from the fat boys and we're currently at the trap boys or whatever the fuck hip-hop is right. going right now but there's always going to be sub-genres there's always going to be like hip-hop's constantly evolving that's the beauty that's the beauty of it maybe it's going through a midlife crisis because it just turned 40 or some right. shit i don't know something's i mean the whole thing was that if 21 Savage is going to go out and say, well, y'all sold drugs, that's that's not holding yourself accountable because he's not talking about himself. Everybody knows what happened in the past, but we're talking about right now. It's not like anybody was glorifying selling drugs to destroy communities. Like, people were having these stories in these accounts because they were trying to support their families. Right. You can even hear the remorse in their music, whether it's Biggie, whether it's Jay... Um, the list goes on, so it's not like anything they were intentionally trying to do. On like now, when you hear like "Pop the Molly," I'm sweating. Woo! Like th- these right. niggas are praising the Doing drugs. Drunk. Yeah, it's a new fiend. That's it's, crazy. It's, it's really sad, honestly. In in a nutshell, it's really sad the the amount of drug use that it is. I mean, drug use has been prominent in the black community for all years every years whatever <laughs> i don't even know what i'm saying i'm right. sorry but um but you know when an og tells you like yo you have to you know you can't be doing that no more you can't why why is it oh but y'all sold drugs you know what i mean like why can't it be yeah you right i shouldn't be getting high eight times a day every day i think regardless of the fact whether it's drugs whether it's anything i think People need to respect their OGs and learn their history. Right. I think we need to bridge the gap in this state of hip-hop. And whether that means embracing our OGs and young niggas and old niggas coming together or whatever have you. Like, just some, something's got to give because the way it's looking, I'm not impressed. It's not all bad, though. I still have faith, especially in some of the new artists that I'm growing to like. Like, Black, remember right. that guy? And, um... The list Maybe, goes on. You know. Right. There's still there's still a lot of promising artists and it's up to us. Like the record labels might call for like five Playboy Cardies, but that doesn't mean I have to listen. Right. You know? That's the that I think that's the beauty in the fact that remember when we mentioned that um the the music industry just kinda spews out music. There's so much music they're spewing out that we just have to take in what we think what we Right. Like, you know. Support what you like and don't support what you don't like so things can be weaned out, basically. Right. It's like you either bl- blame the producer or the consumer at this point. And right. I'm the consumer, so I'm going to consume what I want to consume. You can exactly. leave Little Dread over there and I'm going to take um, Little Lyricist over here. Thank so, you. word. Bring that shit back. Bring that shit back. Let's go. Let's go. On another note, it's time for what I like to call Run That Shit Back. And these are songs I put in a heavy rotation. So, you know, I was digesting a lot of music over the, the last weekend or whatever. So, I got four songs this week instead of three. Yes. <laughs> so, 
So first, I'd like to start with Come Through and Chill, which is by Miguel J. Collins, Lam Remy. That's my song, though. Yo, OD, that's like a cuffing season anthem right yeah. there. It's, it's, it's getting cold out here. We need those. Thank right. you, Cole. We needed that. Shit. Miguel and Cole is always a hit, though. Kid. Always. They three for three with the collabs that I know. That's a fact. Word. And then I got Murder by Saha the Prince featuring Estelle. And um, the album is so cool. It's kind of like a diary of a dope boy. And um, he talks about a slew of things. Like, you get to hear his story and everything. And then I have Cutthroat by Davies and DJ Holiday. That's one of my most noted tracks on that piece. On that mixtape, rather. But um, I really wasn't too impressed. But that was one of the tracks that stood out for me. Okay. You can hear on that mixtape that it has way more of a trap influence than I've heard in Dave East before. Even though, not saying he's totally you know not trap but right that was that was the trap like he was in there just right it was like a straight up mixtape okay and then i have um f versus j intro since it couldn't be named freddie versus jason intro by fab and jada that's what i thought was the hardest song on the mixtape like that that was a very strong intro for both wow. fab and jada and then you can hear that beat switch up and jada gets so gritty like that shit that I feel like if they kept that energy all the way through they on that mixtape, that mixtape would or album project, whatever have you, right. that piece, that body of work would have been everything. Like they would have straight. And they could have retired that. after that. They could have just. It let, would have been that let straight. Let the game kill, go, kill, 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 kill. right? Like that shit. <laughs> that shit would have been it. Like, but um, not to take away from the other important songs, like talk about it with Tiana Taylor, where they talked, where they got political and talked about police brutality and the mm. unfortunate injustice that's going on in today i think that's a very important track to listen to on that project but if we talking like straight up killing it that intro did it for me got you got you word so those are my tracks from running shit back this week that's what's up you you already know i heard the j cole song with miguel because they're always a hit and the freddie vs jason i heard i didn't hear it on the radio i heard it in person so i wanted to listen to the rest later on but you i feel like you're like pushing me to listen to it quickly because I was going to take my time. Word. You honestly. should... You, I want everybody to formulate their own opinion because I'm still trying to formulate mine. So... I definitely hear you. So, for my Behind the Battle, I got one battle for you guys tonight. Um, Kush Cloud and QP. And I saw the third round of their battle in person, but I missed their first two rounds because I was out interviewing. So, I watched the first two rounds and I came to the conclusion that Kush Cloud actually won... QP didn't do bad though, cause the last, the last battle he definitely was having a lot of chokes and issues. But with this one, Yikes. he had his rounds good. You know, Kush Cloud just feel like had more presence and better material than than QP did. But they both did their thing, so I'm really impressed with it. I'm really impressed with the battle. It's something I will watch again. It's something I would tell people. I would actually tell you, yes, go watch that. Also, there was another battle drop with uh, T-Top and Av, but I don't fuck with either one of them like that, so I just didn't watch it. Um, and that's really it for Beyond the Battle. I bet. This was a really important episode for us, culture-wise, just to talk about, you know, the state of hip-hop at this time. So I appreciate you guys listening. Please subscribe to our mailing list so you know when we're going to drop our episode. Yes. And retweet our shit favorite our shit repost our shit whatever y'all gotta do i we appreciate the support and thank you yes don't forget to comment either because if you're trying to come through and chill with me i'd rather do that than with the book i'm about to read so (laughs) that's it